Let's dive into today's top story. Why, you know, we are currently looking at the greatest level of propaganda ever used in the history of the world. I think that's safe to say. Mm. I mean, given the amount of media coverage that we now have and the amount of money that's being spent, this is the greatest level of propaganda we have ever been witness to. Well, it's easier to just push it out on the Internet now. Right. And, you know, and it reaches far and wide. Let's not give old governments any bones by saying they didn't do this much propaganda. They just had fewer opportunities. If they had a dial-up modem, they would have absolutely been probably trying to propagate as much propaganda as possible. But right now, we are all being played like an absolute fiddle by NATO. We are being like we are NATO's fiddle right now. Uh, the ultimate wag the dog moment. Uh, we'll have more on that in a moment. But first, something happened in November and December of last year that almost no one paid attention to. Um, and you'd be forgiven. It was right around the holidays. And, you know, we were dealing with COVID and people were dealing with, you know, all sorts of family stuff. So they weren't paying attention to what you see on your screen right here, which was Operation Polaris 21. NATO forces from Greece, Italy, Spain, the United Kingdom, and the United States launched maritime exercises, including combat aircraft, surface-to-air defenses, and it lasted for weeks. It was a big show of force, and it was all meant to test certain things. They Then, almost exactly at the very same date as Polaris was winding down at the beginning of December 2021, you had this, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky announcing the intent to retake Crimea. And then, of course, it starts moving forces to start doing that. Hmm. Seems really strange. It seems like it's coordinated, right? I mean, if you're a conspiracy theorist, you'd say, wow, how does that, how does that happen? NATO runs all of these big exercises, and then all of a sudden Zelensky wants to move troops towards Crimea. Not all of a sudden. Earlier in that year, he had ordered drone strikes on Crimea, according to certain right. NATO Oh, even as early as August of that year, he was already talking about it. But this is when forces started to move right around the time of this NATO exercise. Well, all of a sudden, I guess, in terms of like Internet collective consciousness, right? not so all of a sudden. So NATO and Ukraine, they were suddenly, I guess, hoping to get a rise out of Putin. It was all planned. They had all lined this out ahead of time, apparently. Well, it worked. Because then, of course, you know, move NATO-backed forces right up to Putin's doorstep and think that he's not going to do anything about it. Well, of course, that's not what happened. In fact, Putin warned of this as a violation of the Minsk agreements and said he didn't want war. A few weeks later, he said, please remove your weapons, you United States and European forces. Please remove your weapons from our doorstep, including NATO weapons, and then we can walk away in peace. Here's what he said. Поэтому мы хотим решить этот вопрос сейчас. Вот прямо сейчас, в ближайшее время, в ходе переговорного процесса. Мы готовы к этой совместной работе и дальше. По поводу, хотим мы этого или нет. Конечно, нет. Именно поэтому мы и выдвинули предложение о переговорном процессе, результатом которого... So peace, get your stuff out of, get your stuff off my back porch, mm-hmm. basically, please, because we don't want this. Um, and he had already, and members of his parliament were already pushing for it and he didn't want it. So around this time, journalists then discovered some secretive documents related to Polaris 21 operation. These secretive documents showed the advanced preparation of NATO to enter into an armed conflict with Russian Federation in the event 
of Russia's intervention in Ukraine. That's what these documents showed, associated with Polaris 21. NATO had created the template, basically, for getting Russia into a war with Ukraine. It was all here in these documents. And we were seeing it playing out with jet aircraft and air defense systems being moved around. All of it was right there. It worked. Mission accomplished, by the way. But at the same time as these tensions were simmering, the U.S. and NATO were actively working to give us a new hero and remaking. There's Ben Stiller showing up to meet his hero and tell him, you you are my hero. A hero in a green T-shirt became right out of the public relations playbook, all part of the propaganda plan. A propaganda plan that goes back to the very first world war. You can read right from this playbook. Now, according to Politico, both the United States and British embassies at the time took on the media outreach for Vladimir Zelensky himself. They were handling this, fielding phone calls and placing media appearances. This all from the United States and British embassies and PR companies in both America and the United Kingdom, we later learned, according to Politico. Must be nice. The U.S. and British, like your tax dollars, going to make sure that the public image of Vladimir Zelensky is being upheld and his media appearances Maybe are being taken care of. they're just working on a movie. Of. Something about Zelensky. <laughs> That's why Ben Stiller showed up, it seems. Frank oh, and Oh, there you go. <laughs> I want to I I play you in a movie. That's why, you know, I, I want to see how you, where do you get your green t-shirts? It wouldn't be terrible casting. No, I think he'd be spot on. Yeah. Like, I think he would yeah. be if they, you know, the, it, to me, if they made a satire of it, like, you know, Tropic Thunder or something. But no, it's going to be like a real movie, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So the U.S. and the British government's actively lining up interviews and media coaching for Vladimir Zelensky. Keep wearing that green T-shirt. It's testing well. We've been testing it with our audiences, and we think that it really shows. Americans think you're right in the middle of the war. They like to see a down and dirty guy, you know, out there on the streets of, of Kiev, you know, telling it like it is. He posts videos of himself on the streets of Kiev as bombs are flying overhead. Then eagle-eyed observers, take a, can you continue to roll that video? So eagle-eyed observers said, wait a second, something's not adding up here. Is it the beard dye? No, it's not the beard dye. Just look a little bit more closely at this video. If you'll look, you'll notice. Gentlemen, I just want to say that's too dark of a color. If you're going to be dyeing your beard, that's not, Sorry. Okay. Okay. So it's not, it's not the beard dye, but if you're looking very closely at these videos where that, that he's posting, you'll notice that he's actually standing in front of a green screen. How do you know that? So eagle eyed observers were able to look very closely, not just in inconsistencies with the the video, the lighting, and of course the flapping of the, the flags and all of this stuff, but the shoulder shots of his shoulder. Now, David, you're a green screen expert. What's the problem here? The, well, so there's the separation. Like it's, you can see the bleeding of the green on the edges there. Right. Not normally in a photo, but if you're standing in front yeah. of a green screen, but if filmically. we can, can I just ask questions then? Because leave the leave the image up. Because the line between his shirt and his neck is clear. Right. That's right. A, that's a real yeah. That's a live real shirt. image. Right. So if we could just compare that with the outline of his shoulder, that's what's telling us who are not experts. That this can is we go back screen. to the full video? Yeah, okay. I'm going to go back to that full video. You can see that. There we go. And so, you know, it's very easy to film a background and then stand in front of it, right? Stand in front of it because you're not actually standing on the street there in that spot. 
Now, of course, we learned last week that he is, in fact, standing in front of green screens pretending to play war, um, as evidenced by another round of videos that has surfaced of him. Here's another example of him in front of these green screens walking up and uh, speaking. Um, so... Did they release it with that pixelization? Uh, no, but... Oh, that's us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But here you can see, because, of course, it's all a Hollywood production, film crews creating fake scenes to share on social media. Now we see him standing there in the green screen, and we get to see what this all looks like, because, of course, it's all a show. And even if some of it's real, does it really matter? Because most of it's fake, right? And, and all it takes is one fake. Right. All it takes is one part of your government to tell you lies where you start to not believe any of it. Right. So, of course, it's all a Hollywood production film crews creating fake scenes. We now have a number of instances of this about the propaganda, fake scenes to share on social media, like share this out, show the destruction, show the show these images. Here's a few examples. Right. You can roll this. Here's a film. Let's show this Ukrainian soldier in agony because of the pain of war and the attacks from Russian soldiers. The agony and cut. Okay. Here's another scene. Let's, we, we need to show Russian tanks that are being attacked and in trouble. So, all right, cue the guy with the smoke. Where's the guy with the smoke? Can we get the guy with the smoke canister? Yep. Oh, here we go. Here's the Look canister the guy smoke. the camera, too. He's moving it like it's like there's action going on. Did you see that? He was yeah, rocking like a, back and forth. Like a Star Trek episode where it's like, all right, Kirk, Spock, move to the side of the cabin. Ready? And we just got hit by a Klingon ship. Here, put the smoke down. Oh, my gosh. Oh, here we go. This is my favorite. And action. Okay, you're all running. You're all scared. This was one of the early ones that made its way around social media. And run. You're terrified. You're terrified. Incoming attacks from Russia. Okay, and cut. You remember, and remember cut. when we we covered a, quite a while back when they were driving through that town with the fake, like when people were like they drove Here's by my, and said, "Hey, these people yeah. are are dead," and then they drove by and people were getting up. We saw yeah. them actually getting up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Here, here's another one. Here's another example. I, I want to kind of go back if I could to that press uh, guy because that that was one of my favorites, but we kind of missed that one. Um, I, I I can't. Sorry. Okay, that's all right. The one where the people were getting up was apparently a uh, a Greenpeace protest or some environmental protest where people were covering themselves as if pl- climate change would do that to them. Yeah. And the reporter just decided to take a live shot. So, yes, we've seen a lot of propaganda. But so you saw there was one of my favorite parts of this whole video is the press guy laying down pretending that he's actually like, oh, my gosh, there's shells coming in. I'm laying down here because this is what it looks like. And then you see him on the wide shot of that press uh, of the of the reporter laying there in the dirt with the microphone. Then we flash and you see just like a woman walking home with her groceries. She's like, what the hell are you doing? Just like laying in the dirt like for this photo op. Like, what are you doing? Like just laying there in your in your body armor, your press body armor, it's laying there. Listen to those people that those guys that do the weather forecast, and they like look like they're getting hammered with water and rain, and then people are like walking behind them. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like let me see if I can pull it up here on my screen. Um, but, but I want to say really quick, like if you guys just do a, a YouTube search of CNN green screen. Okay, type that into YouTube. Not now. Wait till after the show. Don't leave. Uh, but type that in and you will see, you'll recognize certain stories that you saw on TV where they're in war times or even, um, some of the, um, uh, military activities were done all in front of blue and green screens. It's, it'll send you down a rabbit hole, trust me, but it's one you need to go down because it just shows you that this happens more than we think. It yeah. shows so, so you. So don't that... go away from our show right now. I want to show you this. This is the, f- yeah. the moment I want to show you. So here, this is a close up. Here's a press guy. Like he's down. Like we're in the bunker here. This is, this is what it's like. This is tough life here in, in Ukraine. I'm covering the press. 
And then here's this woman in the background just walking back with her groceries, like, and two other people walk with their groceries. Like, what the hell are you doing back here? What, sir, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> Press guy just laying down there. <laughs> like, are you faking it? You're getting good, some good shots. I you hope okay? you're faking it. You're sharing this. Like, here's another film crew. Like, we're going to have you guys running out of this. We're going to set the smoke and make it look like you're running out of this burning building. I mean, because it's so easy when you lack perspective, because you can make anything look like anything with anybody's camera. And this is, again, showing us that Jean Baudrillard was right about how the entire premise of the Gulf War did not exist, is that you can have war without war and drum up the emotional support of people because of propaganda. Oh, and we'll get to the Gulf War in a second. Because I'm painting a picture here of this propaganda. So this NATO machine, you know, now you saw all these film crews there. Well, the NATO machine will now even pay you. Yes, you. can. The average citizen can post pro-Ukrainian articles that highlight Russian human rights abuses. So if you do this, someone you many of you may have received, in fact... You've already reached out to me and told me this, but let me know. Like, if you've received any of these direct messages from people, let me know about it and how they intend to pay you for it. Some of you might have received these Twitter direct messages offering to pay you for posting content. So here's an example. Um, this one. Hello, would you consider posting links to human rights articles on your Twitter page? These articles are published in well-known publications such as Amnesty, Reuters, DW, etc., by the way, all examples of mouthpieces of the state, but publish these particular articles. And I am also willing to pay for each post published. So these are articles that are, of course, pro-Ukrainian, uh, anti-Russian, and they paint a human rights abuse picture from articles that are have largely been debunked. Like, for instance, can we talk for a moment about Amnesty International? Sure. Getting slammed for actually covering the human rights abuses in Ukraine. And when they do that... <laughs> They have to walk it back and put a disclaimer at the top of their article. We covered the Amnesty International piece. Yes, we did. Uh, a few months ago, go back and seek that whole video out. Um, or Reuters. I mean, talk about, you know, a state-run, intel- you know, intelligence community-run news organization. Um, tweet these pictures out. Tweet these posts out and talk about how bad Russia is and we'll pay you for it. It's propaganda at its finest, funded with your tax dollars. I'd like to know who, like how this money is then distributed. You know, the billions that we send to these operations, how are they then divvied up? Like we need a, so we need a psyops campaign here on the part of the CIA and NATO. So launch these Twitter, Twitter bots and we'll pay you for them. It's unbelievable, but it's not like this is where we are. So if you want to affect great social change, force people to take a vaccine or force people to stop eating meat or force people to sell off their farms, because nitrogen levels are what you say are too high. It's always beneficial to have like a great crisis, right? A great war to hide behind. And over the past 90 years, we've done this. Western countries have perfected the art of using war and crises to bring about change in their countries and beyond. But the crisis, though, isn't enough. Just the crisis itself isn't enough. We now need an enormous amount of propaganda and censorship around a particular event. Tell one side of the story and block the other side of the story in order to create great change. Nixon used a series of fear tactics and propaganda to take the United States off the gold standard in the early 1970s, forever altering the course and the failure of the U.S. dollar. Watch. I have directed the Secretary of the Treasury to take the action necessary to defend the dollar against the speculators. I have directed Secretary Connolly to suspend temporarily the convertibility of the dollar into gold or other reserve assets. 
Ah, the speculators. I'm going to go on about this speculators. Now the central bank has control and you don't. U.S. dollar is under the control, uh, under their control because it's not tied to gold or silver. The U.S. is now $31 trillion in debt. So thanks. Thanks. George H.W. Bush, in the 1990s, George H.W. Bush and his intelligence state used lies and censorship to get us into the first Gulf War. Modern war requires a lot of things, doesn't it? I mean, it requires massive amounts of ships, aircraft, weapons, money. It requires a lot of surveillance in the form of satellites, really expensive satellites. It requires men. It requires women to dress up in combat fatigues and for those same men and women to die for a cause that is somehow bigger than themselves. More more than that, you need millions of citizens in those countries to support the soldiers, right? Because you don't want a repeat of what happened in Vietnam when citizens turned against soldiers for being a part of a war halfway around the world that they didn't support. So the Bush intelligence state launched that famed Yellow Ribbon campaign. You guys remember this? I remember this distinctly, the Yellow Ribbon campaign. It's the yellow ribbon around your tree to support the troops. Yes. No one else remembers it? I, I remember it. Oh, tie a yellow ribbon around I remember it. Sure. So, yeah. What was the song? But that, that had nothing to do with this. But yeah, it was like, you know, get everyone, get everyone involved in this. It was brilliant. Drive down the street in America. Tree after tree was lined with yellow propaganda ribbons. Bush administration also realized that we needed a really good enemy. And we got that in Saddam Hussein, of course. They tried to paint Saddam Hussein as the reincarnation of Adolf Hitler, hoping you wouldn't remember that we are actively backing the guy with money and weapons for years. But now suddenly he's Hitler. Remember Donald Rumsfeld meeting with him? I mean, we were literally funneling all sorts of support to him until we didn't need him anymore. George H.W. Bush lied straight to our faces and told us that there were over 600,000 Iraqi soldiers invading Kuwait. A fraction of that number were actually in Kuwait. But they used that fake number to justify sending over 700,000 Allied soldiers to destroy Iraq. They also told us that Kuwait is a group of freedom-loving people that we need to protect. That wasn't even remotely true. One week after Saddam Hussein invaded Kuwait, a group was formed inside the United States called the Citizens for a Free Kuwait. In a short amount of time, this intelligence-funded group hired, uh, funded, went and hired a PR company in D.C. almost immediately. Shortly thereafter, they produced photos and looked like atrocities in Kuwait at the hands of the Iraqis. They used mannequins that they dressed up and then made them look like they were killed. The photograph, they photographed them slightly out of focus to show you the atrocities of Saddam. They were all fake photos. Several news organizations, in fact, had access to these photographs, including Newsweek, ABC, the Chicago Tribune, According to John MacArthur, even journalist Sam Donaldson from ABC News had access to these photos. And he showed them to his bosses at ABC News, and they decided not to run the story. You mean the photos that were faked, obviously faked, and he yeah. could see... He had photos that he could see were faked yeah. and decided not they to They all did. Them. Chicago Tribune, Newsweek, ABC, they all had access to these photos. And they didn't run the story because I guess, oh, war is profitable for these news companies. And so they are also mouthpieces of the intelligence state. So all of these publications said, hey, no thanks. We won't reveal that all of these are fake. We'll just keep it going. We'll keep the lie going. And then the PR propaganda campaign went to the next level with the fake story of Iraqis taking babies out of incubators, taking them out and then just like laying them on the floor. Right. 
They put on a show in front of the American people to sell this fake war. Here's the Kuwaiti girl who, by the way, this girl we were told in the testimony, she has no name. She has no identity. We can't share her identity with you for the testimony because it would put her life at risk. And, you know, who's going to argue, right? We want to protect a young girl. So we're not going to know her name, her identity, where she lives, any information. You just have to watch her testimony and you have to believe her. You have to shut up and believe everything she's saying. Watch. While I was there, I saw the Iraqi soldiers come into the hospital with guns. They took the babies out of the incubators. Took the incubators and left the children to die on the cold floor. Yeah. So no one questioned that. No senators asked any questions about it. Like, hey, wait a second, you witnessed that? You witnessed them putting babies out on the floor. Did you tell anyone about it? Did you, as you know, as uh, journalist uh, uh, John MacArthur says, did did you uh, did you alert anybody? Hey, there's babies laying on the floor in the other room. Nothing. No one asked a question. Just tears. No one asked any questions about it. Wow, it sounds really awful, right? Man, these Iraqis, we better we better get them. The Senate then voted to go to war. At least six senators said that the reason they voted for the invasion was because of that testimony alone. Can you imagine? That testimony alone sent them to war. Of course, none of that was true. It was a lie. Watch. One small problem. There never were any incubator baby deaths. Not one. The Canadian Broadcasting Corporation's investigative flagship program, The Fifth Estate, reveals the girl to be the Kuwaiti ambassador's daughter, given her lines and coached in acting by the giant American PR firm Hill & Knowlton. It's one phase in a $10 million joint U.S.-Kuwaiti campaign of deception. Hmm. So multi-million dollars from a PR company inside of Washington, inside the Washington Beltway, who's been used for multiple PR uh, campaigns. So we'll pay you, you tax dollars going to a PR company to put up a fake testimony from a fake Kuwaiti girl. They also presented uh, evidence by a doctor who was witnessing problems. Turns out he wasn't a doctor. He was a dentist and never saw anything. But then we went to war and millions of people died. So, ah, it's, you know, just water under the bridge. Who cares, right? None of it was true. And all of they did, they did all of it with the help of the news media, of course. The first Gulf War kept journalists away from the truth on purpose, hid them. When embedded journalists were led and arrived in Baghdad, they were led and driven, like embedded with different groups, of course, and the trouble with embedding journalists with forces is of course is problematic right from the get-go you're literally going to be protected by the people you're covering how does that work exactly here i am with the 43rd infantry division and john over here has been driving the tank all after they've been doing this and he's over there that yeah these guys are great so i'm really impartial they're also protecting my life because i'm covering them but don't tell anyone and oh by the way i'm not allowed to show you video of what actually is happening here can't do that because they will take the videotape from me when I go back to the airport. That happened. So they did all this on purpose. Embedded journalists under the care of the U.S. military, allied forces in cushy relationships. They were spoon-feeding stories to the mainstream media and to you at home. So did I was reminded... Have you watched the movie Three Kings by any chance with George Clooney? No, I haven't. Um, and Matt Wahlberg. 
So it basically shows it was it was like the the media embedding into the military, and it showed how they specifically just wanted feel good stories. They're like, oh, we covered the oil, we covered this. Like, let, let's find something that's more feel good. You know, they were like actively looking for things they could cover that weren't anything about really the war. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, it's all. And I was thinking about like wag the dog, right? It's just like, mm-hmm. or go cover these, you know, cover these, uh, cover these feel good stories. And that is exactly how the Iraq war, the Gulf first Gulf war was presented, right? It wasn't about oil because Americans would never say, yeah, wait a minute, we're going to go to war over oil, which is what it was. But no, instead we're going to get, we're going to save the babies in incubators. Mm-hmm. Like that's why we go for the emotional side of it. It's textbook. It's textbook propaganda. And I'm reminded of what World War One journalist Randolph Bourne correctly stated. This struck me today. War is the health of the state. And it is to counter this total power that a free, independent, non-governmental press is so crucial. Think about that. War is the health of the state, and it is to counter this total power that a free, independent, non-governmental press is so crucial. And, folks, you do not have a free, non-governmental press, independent press. So, you know, why we do what we do on this show is not to, you know, pat ourselves on the back, but we are not paid by any of these guys. So if someone were to come to us with these fake photos of mannequins that they're using to try to foment war... We would cover it, right? Oh, these came from direct sources. We are going to present this news to you, and you can do with it what you want. But this is what they're leading us to war with. ABC, Chicago, Sun Tribune, New York Times, Newsweek, they all ignored it. But you see what they will do when we do that is, oh, that's propaganda. Oh, that's that's conspiracy theorist. Oh, that's right. Even if there's questions, things with questions, it's again, I keep I keep saying that we just want to ask questions because every day we are studying this material. And when we read the mainstream media covering it, we're like so many assumptions in one paragraph. Who's who's pushing these assumptions? Yeah. David, what were you saying? Look at all the media heads that have been let go for covering. Like, look at even Phil Donahue. He has the the top rated show, but he started talking about being anti-war. He was out of there. Ed Schultz, you know, all of these very, very acclaimed uh, journalists end up going to RT and things like that where they can still work or could at least. Um, because they're, you're not allowed to talk about these things on the mainstream media. No. Right. One of the pieces that we wrote in the in the newsletter this morning was about what they're calling woke war three, which I don't like the terminology, but the idea is that if somebody is for peace, then both sides, the extreme right and the extreme left, want to jump on that person and tell them to shut up because they don't want to hear anything. So the case. The case that we looked at was Elon Musk. When he proposed peace, both sides told him to just shut up, just make cars, knock it off, because both sides want this conflict to rage on. Both sides want an escalated conflict with Russia, Uh, you know, and they think they're doing it to prevent Russian expansion, uh, but they won't look critically at who is facing them and what Russia has been saying. They just refuse. Uh, So what we're doing here is not to root for any one army, but think critically about who we are rooting for uh, when really to root for anyone is to root for continued war, which 
every day means more people die. Yeah, it's madness. It's absolute madness. But of course, it beget. You know, this is exactly what the state wants, and we are all falling for it, right? They manufacture all of these talking points, all of this propaganda to the tune of billions of dollars in Twitter bots and and uh, social media bots and an army of of news ma- news media um, running out publications and articles with journalists that they plant stories. I mean. Just we need to all wake up and be aware of this crap. I hope. I mean, I know we have tens of thousands of you watching right now. So hopefully all of you well, we have, are agree, in agreement on that. We have that little thing, that little piece of the CIA agent at the beginning of the ex-CIA agent at the beginning during the countdown. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Yeah. But he's talking about how in order to get people on board with um, what was going on in Cuba, there was not one ounce of anything that went wrong. They they for, created stories, got it out to their contacts and everything, and it was 100% propaganda got people on board with that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that happens so often with anything. And yeah. so there's this sort of generational egoism that we think because we have the Internet, we're, be, we're above that. Like we can, yes, okay, there was no weapons of mass destruction. Uh, too bad our parents fell for that, but we're not going to. Oh, but you know, Putin is, you know, evil. Let's, let's spread that around. And so why do we think we're any better? In fact, we're worse because the internet has, is so prolific. Yeah. Oh, but Bashar al-Assad is gassing his own people. You fell for that one? Oh yeah. There was a huge amount of propaganda that led to that bunch of garbage, right? I mean, on and on and on the list goes in modern times with the modern internet, like how we fall for it, because now we're up against an absolute behemoth of an intelligent state utilizing all of these tools. So we just need to be very, very careful about it. So in order to create a cause that's bigger than themselves, they need an awful lot of propaganda and you need a good enemy. That's who, you know, that's who the West has right now in Vladimir Putin. You need a good enemy, right? How we can craft and say that he, you know, like, I don't know, He's like Vlad the Impaler and sleeps in a coffin or whatever. You know, I don't know, whatever. They literally say he sleeps in a bunker and they call him Mad Vlad. And it's, you know, you see all the allusions to Vlad the Impaler. And you need a hero in a green-shirted Zelensky, right? You need that guy who's going to be out there on the streets. And he's re- he's right there in the middle of the action. But he's not because he's in a green screen and he's not anywhere around that. But you, that's what they want he's you to believe. He's probably actually in his Italian villa. He's probably not even in Ukraine. Right. Or in my, in, 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 in Miami. Yeah. He's got multiple locations that we paid for and you need billions of dollars in propaganda to keep all of this going. So today the U S announced a massive new tranche of aid to Ukraine, uh, to keep this war machine going while Europeans and Americans are going to face blackouts and runaway inflation, new England up and down the new England coast. They're expecting blackouts. The wall street journal reporting yesterday because of the lack of natural gas and the grid with unexpected, unexpectedly low temperatures could cause blackouts in the six new England States and across uh, uh, the UK as well. So just please folks wake up to this propaganda, please. So that's what I want to say about that. 